0: Mark's Gospel chapter 4 the text for this morning is the third verse, verse 3 the Lord Jesus of course is speaking and the Lord says, hearken behold there went out a sower to sow one night Nicodemus the ruler of the Jews came to the Savior and he introduced himself by saying Rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from God so Nicodemus recognized the Lord Jesus Christ as a teacher a teacher come from God Well, here in the portion we have read in our text of Scripture, here is Mark, and he informs us as the Saviour addressed the multitude by the seaside. We're told in verse 1 again he began to teach. He began to teach. The Lord never gave to his people empty words and empty phrases that really didn't mean much wherever the Lord went and ministered his was a teaching ministry always taught his hearers and as he taught whether in the synagogue or here in this occasion by the seed side he always called upon his hearers to give attention to what he was saying. If you look there in the verse 3, the Lord begins by saying, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. Hearken. So he's calling upon his hearers to give attention to, to what he's about to say. Hearken. That word hearken is a word that means stillness. It also means attention. Stillness. The same word is used over in Acts in the chapter twelve, verse thirteen you recall there in Acts 12 where Peter had been arrested was cast into prison and the church came together to pray for him and we know how the Lord delivered Peter and when he was delivered out of prison he went to the home of John Mark's mother <coughs> and we are told in Acts 12 verse 13 and as Peter knocked at the door of the gate a damsel came to hearken same word came to hearken named Rhoda and so there you have a very vivid picture of what the Lord wants his hearers to do he said hearken and you think of Rhoda going to the door she hears a knock and she listens She gives attention because she heard the knock at the door. And so when the Lord preached the word, he wanted his hearers to give attention. Hearken. Be still and hear what I have to say unto you. That was what the Lord said. And again you look at verse 9. He said unto them, He that had ears to hear, let him hear. And of course that was not only true for those who came to hear the Lord preach, but that's the way it ought to be when we come to the Lord's house to worship Him and the word is preached. We ought to hearken, be still and listen for the voice of the Lord and listen to his word and notice next how he taught the multitudes again verse 2 he taught them many things by parables in other words the Lord took everyday events that his hearers would be familiar with here he takes an example of a sword Everyone would have been familiar of the sower, what the sower did. And so the Lord takes everyday events that the people would be familiar with, and then he applies the truth to those events. He did this to help his hearers understand his doctrine. His doctrine. The Saviour always presented the truth. In simple terms, so that the common people could understand. Wherever the Lord went, those who came to Him could understand what He had to say. His words didn't, as it were, go over their heads no one would have turned to the person beside him and said I have no idea what he's speaking about not at all because we are told in John 7 and verse 46 that when the people went to hear him they went and we are told the common people heard him gladly the common people as we would say the ordinary 5-8 heard them gladly and you remember whenever the Pharisees sent their officers to go out and arrest the saviour they came back empty handed they came back empty handed and what did they say Whenever they were challenged, why ye have not brought him, they said, Never man spake like this man. In other words, instead of the officers arresting Christ, Christ arrested them by his ministry. Never man spake like this man. And now he takes the example of a sword who would go forth to sow the seed. And he likens it on to all who go forth to sow the good seed of the gospel. And we can all be sowers. I can say that today everyone in this meeting can be a sower Of the good seed of the gospel. So let us consider the sower. First of all, let us consider the person. The Lord said, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. There's the person. So let us, with the help of the Holy Spirit, take a look at this person who is the sower first of all regarding the person we look at the master we have here in our authorised version behold there went out a sower to sow in the original it is a definite article behold there went night the sore to sow. The a sore could mean anyone. but in the original it is, behold there went like the sore to sow. And there's only one person who can be referred to as the sore and that's Christ. He is the sore. For no one sowed the gospel, saved as Christ did. So here he is setting us and all his hearers an example of what a sower of the gospel is. We follow Christ as our example in all things, of course, and certainly in the sowing of the gospel seed. As the master sower, he went out indeed. He went out from the ivory palaces of glory, came into this world of sin and of woe. And wherever he went, he scattered the good seed of the gospel. That's what he was doing here in Mark 4 at the seaside. The multitude was so great that he had to get into a ship and sit on the ship and the ship became his pulpit and the people gathered around him on the shore that's what he did at the seaside that's what he did in the synagogue that's what he did in the streets of Capernaum that's what he did in the streets of Galilee that's what he did in the streets of Jerusalem wherever Christ went he sowed the seed of the gospel that's what he did to the few He didn't always preach to multitudes but whether it was many or a few he gave them the gospel. He gave the gospel to the few he preached to his followers and he even sowed the seed of the gospel among his foes. Those who hated him he still gave them the gospel. Christ is the master sower we're told in Acts 10 he went about doing good he went about doing good and he did much good in sowing the gospel seed And so when we look at Christ as the sower we look at Christ as our example and the Lord would say to us go thou and do thy likewise let us be sowers of the gospel seed. When the opportunity presents itself to us let us sow the seed of the gospel. The gospel tract a word in season tells some of it about the Savior. Are you sowing the seed of the kingdom brother along the fertile way would we'll ye glean golden sheaves in the harvest brother come and sow in the, and come and join the ranks today for the harvest time is coming on and the reaper's work will soon be done Will your sheaves be Will you garner any for the gathering of the harvest home? Oh. The many souls will we see in heaven the of joy of leading the Christ here upon earth. And Ross's cousins, him based on Robert or on Samuel Rutherford's sayings. If one soul alone worth should make me at God's right hand. My heaven will be two heavens in Emmanuel's hand. Just one soul. So we looked at the master, the master Christ, the master soul. We come back to the text we now look at the man a sower hearken behold there were night a sower to sow so we look at the man now the person the Lord was speaking about here this individual is simply referred to as a sower we do not know anything about him we're not given his name we're not told where he's from. We're not told anything about him other than it was a sore. So when we look at this man and the fact that we're not told anything about him, we can say, first of all, he was a hidden man. He was a hidden man the Lord Lord didn't think it needful to tell us anything about the man except that he was a soul everything else about him is hidden from our view to the Lord that was the most important thing about this man what he did for the kingdom of heaven he sowed the good seed of the gospel that was the important thing about him No, the Lord didn't tell us his name was upset. His background, his family, where he was from, nothing. He was just a soul. The Lord was focusing the attention of his hearers upon this individual and what he did. He was a hidden man. By this we see that to the Lord it's not the man that's important it's his ministry it's his ministry someone said let me be nothing that I may be something for thee let me be nothing that I may be something for thee anyone can <coughs> be a sword. Young person, older person, someone who's eloquent, someone who's someone who's illiterate, someone who's educated, non-educated—all can be the sowers of the gospel. It's the wonderful thing about it: we can all be employed in the Lord's work as we will go forth and sow the good seed of the gospel. Remember the woman of Samaria? The woman of Samaria was a sower of the seed of the gospel. After her salvation she went back into the Senate and she witnessed to the people that she was familiar with. And what did she say? She said, Come see a man that told me all things that ever I did is not this the Christ come see the man he told me all things whatever I did is not this the Christ she presented Christ to the people of the city she sold the gospel because Christ is the gospel and the Lord rewarded her neighbors because we're told that those men came out from the city and they came to the Lord and we read, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him. But that's not all. Many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman. <coughs> she sowed the seed of the gospel and many believed for the saying of the woman go over to Mark 5 just the next chapter we are all familiar with the the story of legion (laughs) the man called legion whenever the Lord went to the land of Gadara and he delivered this man of the evil spirits that possessed his life and the people of the city came out and they found Legion at the feet of Christ sitting, clothed and in his right mind and Legion wanted to go with the Lord wherever the Lord was going to minister Legion wanted to go with him But the Lord said no. You look there. Verse 19. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not. But sent unto him. Go home to thy friends. That's where we begin. We begin at home. Go home to thy friends. And tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee and he departed and began to publish in capitalist how great things Jesus had done for him and all men did marvel go home tell your friends what great things the Lord had done for thee and that's exactly what he did he went home and sowed the good seed of the gospel. He went home and gave his testimony. And he told others what the Lord had done for him. And I, if we're saved today, that's what we can do. We can tell others what the Lord has done for us. Just give a word of testimony. looking at the sore of whom the Lord spoke he was not only a hidden man but can we not say here he was a humble man the sore I say humble because it is obvious that he did not go out to promote himself but to sow the seed of the gospel when you look at that verse 3 there's nothing more said about him he's just a man he's just a sower no matter what we are in life we don't want the world to see self when others look upon us we don't want them to see self we want them to see the Savior we want them to see Christ in us Paul says in Colossians 3 (coughs) and verse 3 for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God But Paul said. For ye are dead. That is you're dead to self. You're dead to self. But your life is hid In Christ. And that's the way. It ought to be. We ought to be hidden in Christ. So that none be seen. Save Jesus only. Be hidden in Christ many today of these great big time campaigners they love to have their names and lights. they're all their advertising they're promoting the man where's the master there's the promotion of self but where's the saviour you look at this text Behold, there went out a sower. That was all was said about him. There was no promoting of the man. We're simply told by the Savior, he went out to sow the good seed of the gospel. The Lord focused on the sowing, not so much on the sower. So he learned that he was a hidden man. He was a humble man. Because self wasn't promoted. We can say also he must have been a holy man. If he was not a spiritual and holy man He would have had no interest in sowing the seed of the gospel. He'd have had no interest in that at all. And I think we can safely say that the carnal, fleshly, worldly individual has no interest in spreading the gospel and telling others about the saviour. but this sore have a sore will not the soul the person who knows the Lord will want to tell others about him tell others about what he's done for them, just like the woman of Samaria, just like legion come, see a man that told me all things that ever I did, is not this the Christ? She went out and presented Christ to the people, to the dead, Samaria. That's what it is to sow the seed of the gospel, to present Christ to others. No one, no one needs to be a minister. No one needs to have a theological training to be a sower of the gospel. You're sowing the seed every time you give a word of testimony. Every time you tell someone that you're saved that can start a, a conversation but what do you mean what do you mean you're saved when they are the doors open and sowing the seed so we noted the master and we at the man now we see the ministry the Lord tells us behold there went out a the to sow. Do you notice something the Lord evidently wanted his hearers to give attention to that sore, because not only did he say hearken to the congregation but then he directs their view he says behold and when the Lord says behold that means he really wants us to take note of what he's saying. And he said, Hearken, behold, look, look, look at the sower And maybe we don't know, maybe somewhere in the vicinity a man was out in the field sowing. And here the Lord said, Behold. A sower was out the sow. The Lord using the word behold speaks to us of and emphasizes the importance of sowing. Behold. Is there anything? Think of it. Is there anything more important in this world for a Christian to do and to be a sower of the seed of the gospel it's something as we've already pointed out it's something we can all be involved in certainly our missionaries believe that there was nothing more important for them to do Did you think of the sacrifices they have made leaving family and friends and home to go off to some far off land leaving all else behind sowing the seed of the gospel was important to them sowing the seed of the gospel to those who have never heard about the Lord Jesus Christ for our missionaries is the most important thing of all willing to leave so many things behind to bring the gospel to those that have never heard likewise ministers and others involved in full time work and full time service for the Lord for them, it's the most important thing for them to do. For many, have given up many things that they might sow in the seed of the gospel. The apostle Paul thought there was nothing more important in his life. Turn to Second Corinthians, please. Second Corinthians. Chapter 11. 2 Corinthians 11. And we'll read just a few verses. Verse 23. This is what Paul suffered for sowing the seed of the gospel. Verse 23. And they, are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. I am a minister of Christ. I am a sower of the gospel seed, and labors more abundant, and stripes above measure, and prisons more frequent, and deaths oft of the Jews. Five times received I Forty stripes Save one Five times He was scourged. Five times But he still went on Sowing the seed Thrice was I beaten With rods Once was I stoned Thrice (laughs) I suffered shipwreck a night and a day have I been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, and perils of robbers, in perils of mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, and perils in the city, and perils in the wilderness, and perils in the sea, and perils among false brethren. You can read on. Does not show us. That Paul thought it was important to sow the gospel. Five times he received 39 stripes. What must that have been like? For many another person might have said, Oh, this is too much. Preferred a quieter life. Not Paul. Not Paul. As far as he was concerned, the most important thing for him to do was to preach Christ and him crucified. So the good seed of the gospel. That's what it cost him. And in the light of what we read there about Paul, we can ask ourselves, what would it cost me? to tell somebody about Christ I don't think we will be beaten by stripes or imprisoned or shipwrecked as well as the importance of sowing we notice also the individual sowing that's right The Lord referred to him as a sower, one man. In other words, if no one else was going to go out and sow the seed of the gospel, this man was. And certainly going out to sow the seed of the gospel can indeed be a lonely occupation. It can. But that's not all. This man is simply referred to by the Lord as a sword. In other words, that's what he was known for. You think of it. The Lord didn't give us his name. He just said he's a sword. And so rather being known By his own personal name. He was known. By what he did. He was known. As a sower. Just as the prophet. Has said in Isaiah. 32 verse 20. Blessed are ye. That sow Beside. All waters. Blessed are you. In other words, you're a blessed person when you sow the seed of the gospel wherever you can. You sow the seed beside all waters. You're blessed. Wherever the sower went, he sowed the seed. Wherever we go, let us by God's grace sow the seed of the gospel we've been praying in our prayer meetings for a number of months now for a friend of ours over in Belfast the same namesake Reggie Hamilton Reggie's not doing well now Confined in bed spoke to him during the week Reggie Hamilton was a sower. Reggie Hamilton was a sower. Wherever the opportunity presented itself, he invited somebody along to church to hear the gospel. And he was standing in line in a grocery store. He would turn around to the person behind him and open a conversation that he can give them the gospel he had a burden for souls he was in the waiting room of the hospital a number of months ago and he was sitting there and of course others were there other patients were there and Reggie turned to the man beside him started to talk to him about the Lord Oh, he didn't force himself on them he just gently and graciously talked to him about the law he was a sower and it's sad that he is now confined to bed and he led a number of souls to Christ by simply being a sower Just as the words of Eliza Hewitt in her hymn, so beside all waters, so the gospel seed. Hear a word in season, there a loving deed. Sinners to the Savior, be it yours to thee. He that with souls. Wives and they that win souls shall shine as the stars in the firmament. The book, the word of God tells us. but consider the person, finding it and look at the path. And speaking about the sower, the Lord said, There went out the sower to sow. Notice, there went out a sower to sow. In other words, this man would not have had a harvest if he hadn't gone out. And so here we have, regarding his path, we have his desire. His desire. He evidently had a desire to spread and scatter the seed and let there be by God's grace a desire in our hearts to sow the seed of the gospel <coughs> in a desire that's why he went out that's why he went out he wanted to see a harvest you apply that to the spirit of heaven Do we not want to see a harvest? Do we have a a desire, a burden to lead some soul to Christ? I tell you, there's nothing like the soul winner's joy. Praise the Lord. Sitting beside someone with your Bible open and leading them through the scriptures and showing them the way of salvation. and then here and then pray Lord be merciful to me the sinner you need some soul to Christ that soul will be with you in glory but this man had a desire that's why he went out remember the Lord Jesus is our example can anyone doubt his desire to sow the gospel seed wherever the Lord went cities, towns, villages country that's what he did listen to this and it came to pass afterward that he, the Lord Jesus When throughout, listen, every city and village. Preaching and showing the glad tidings. That's the gospel. In fact the word gospel, that's what it means, glad tidings. Showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Luke 8 and verse 1. Throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. That's the actions of one who had a desire to spread the gospel message. Just like the one of whom the Lord spoke in the parable, there without not a sower to sow. Such was his desire to sow the gospel seed and to reap a harvest of souls. He went out. He went out. This is desire. Not only do you have his desire, you also have his direction. The Lord assembly simply told us the sower went out to sow. In other words, he didn't settle home. He wouldn't have had a harvest if he just sat at home. No, he went out. There's his direction. The Lord in another parable exhorted his servants to do that very thing. Matthew 22 verse 9. Go ye therefore into the highways and into thy ways and as many as ye shall find bid to the marriage that's speaking of the marriage supper of the Lamb that's where we want to be that's where we will be if we know and love the Lord but we want others to be there with us at the marriage supper of the Lamb the Lord said go out go ye therefore into the highway and as many as ye shall find bid to the marriage bid to the marriage (coughs) exhort people and say to them come come for all things are now ready come and receive Christ Come and make Christ your Saviour. And I'll see you at the marriage supper of the Lamb. We have good news to tell, have we? You think listen, you think of this world and the state that it's in and it's all bad news. We have got good news. We have the glad tidings. We have news that will put joy in somebody's heart. We have news that will put smile on somebody's face. We have the good news that will guarantee a place for a man or woman in heaven. That's good news. We have a message that will lead people to Christ that they will escape a lost sinner's hell. Now that's good news. We can tell them about Christ who died for them in Calvary, shed his precious blood to wash away all their sin. That's good news. And tell them, neither is there for no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. You're no longer condemned if you know Christ the Savior. That's good news. So, as well as the desire, the direction, now finally the determination. Is that not what we see here in the sower? There went out a sower to sow. In other words, nothing was going to hold him back. Nothing was going to stand in his way. He was determined. He did not, he obviously did not look for an excuse not to go out and sow the good seed. Turn to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 the very thing that Solomon deals with here in Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4 he that observeth the wind shall not sow that's the picture oh it's too windy today oh I can't sow today he that observeth the wind shall not sow He that regardeth the clouds, shall not reap. And then verse 6. In the morning, so thy seed. In the evening, withhold not thy hand. In other words, don't worry about the clouds. Don't worry about the wind just go out in the morning and sow thy seed and in the evening withhold not thy hand so let us sow the good seed of the gospel whenever the opportunity presents itself is not what Paul told Timothy preach the word the instant in season instant seize the opportunity the instant end in season out of season in other words when the winds of adversity roll keep sowing the seed when the clouds of indifference gather don't let that put you off sow the seed So let us all be sores of the good seed of the gospel. Hearken. Behold, behold, the Lord wants us to draw wants to draw our attention to the man, the sore. Behold, look at him. A sore. Went out the soul. They may we be sowers of the gospel. A word of season, A word of testimony. A gospel tract. Telling someone that need needs to be saved. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts this morning. Let's bow in prayer. O oh dear Lord and loving Father we give thee thanks for thy holy word we thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ a teacher sent from God we thank thee for his teaching ministry help us Lord to have a teaching ministry and as the dear saviour so the glad tidings in every town and village wherever he went Lord help us to be sowers of the gospel seat as well Lord be with us now as so we leave the Lord's house be with us Lord throughout this day keep thy hand upon us keep us all healthy and well safe on the highways return as Lord in thy will to our service tonight and spend time once more with thyself and thy word. And the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit their abiding portion now and until the day breaks and the shadows all flee away. Amen.